uh, I want to uh, again ask for your help and also thank you for the help you've been giving us, all of you, not only the help by just participating, which means a lot to step in here and receive these uh, teachings and participate in that way with the Sangha, our community. So help us if you can, and thank you for all the help you've given us. Continue to help us. So, mountains and rivers. Bring some questions this way, and I'll respond to the questions, and we'll see if anything takes off or collides or crashes. Sir. Does not believing what's arising or not doing anything with what's arising mean not functioning out of what's arising? Can you repeat it? You don't have to change it. Just repeat it so I can contemplate it a little bit. Does doing nothing with what's arising mean not functioning out of what's arising? Doing with doing something with what's arising or thinking about it or acting on it is is a misunderstanding. Actually, you're you're functioning out of what you think is happening. If you see what is actually happening, you won't do much. But what you do do you will actually do with great intention with great certitude because you're not caught up in this and that right and wrong up and down predicting some imaginary future there is no future if you think there is you'll continue to try to protect yourself or fix things more excuse me i think i just have some standard that like Doing nothing with what's arising means not believing what's arising and not functioning out of it. So I'm just not sure how how to function when I'm still believing and disbelieving. Just watch the believing and disbelieving. Just observe it. That's what sitting practice is about. Sit down, hold still, watch what continues to show up, uh, turn sideways, move away, change shape, change color. Watch the movement of everything coming and going, dependent origination, until, and this is just a way of talking about, this isn't even true what I'm about to say, until it just depersonalizes. And if you say things coming and going and coming and going, you don't, you don't, uh, excuse me, you don't ascribe ownership and you don't go the other direction. That takes some kind of existential stand that nothing is happening and some kind of uh, differentiation that, that shows up uh, more as a kind of ignoring or aggression. Does watching the disbelieving and believing mean labeling that? No, don't label don't label but if you find yourself spontaneously labeling which you can that can happen then you would just you just watch that show up but you wouldn't join it by saying that's wrong or you wouldn't join it or do anything with it by saying that seems pretty accurate no commentary just receive and this is basically about shikantaza on the wall you're you're actually training the awareness to receive to receive to receive not to judge what it is so that you can't actually receive what's there because it's covered up with your uh, commentary, your condiments. Do I need to put more attention on what's showing up off the cushion? I wouldn't call it tension. Just receive it. Whatever shows up. Uh, uh, maybe you're asking me something that I'm not recognizing. What do you mean by tension? I think maybe approximating more of stillness off the cushion. Perhaps. Good question. I don't think there's a there's no standard answer for that. So it may there may be more happening. You know, we could talk about that in private possibly a little bit more. More? 
Yes, sir. General Bowling, if something's looking true to us, is that um, believing something? Bowling? Probably, but that's there's a lot of a lot of open range in that area. There's only two buffaloes and a pack rat. There's not a lot to work with there. The way you say the question, uh, I could I could come back and it wouldn't be very helpful, but I could say it depends. And it does. But could you say more about what you're getting to? So I'm wanting to know how we can not believe our thoughts when, like, for me, it doesn't even look like I'm believing a thought. It just looks like it's true. Sounds good to me. That's awareness. When I say don't believe your thoughts, we can't help that. We're going to believe what we're thinking. But when I say don't believe your thoughts, that does put, to use your word, you put some tension on that. It looks believable, but you're not necessarily going to, going to take it to the bank because it's probably a forgery. Yeah. It's it's this is why the Buddha the Buddha Dharma is often called the middle way, not too tight, not too loose, because it's so very situational. There are times when when you would just out of the out of being so clear about what is on the move or mo moving in terms of your mind stream or the apparent mind stream of someone else talking to you or asking your questions. You're so clear about that. You're so clear that you don't know what it is. It's that kind of clarity. Not the clarity that covers it up with a concept, a structure, or referring to the 30 verses of Asubandhu or to something that Trump or Rinpoche said, or my description about the fourth skanda, on and on and on. Not that you won't do that, but just don't clamp it. Don't allow it to breathe. Everything that shows up, allow it to breathe. If you don't, look very closely because one of the three poisons is holding forth and it's probably wearing a mask. So you won't realize it's anger. You just think it's the truth. You won't know that it's grasping passion. You just think it's just true. That's the way I feel. That's, that's the way it looks over here. So on and so forth. That's why it's necessary to have, as far as I can tell, the three jewels. The, the teacher, the teaching, the community, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Is there a path quality of dancing with what's arising? No, the path is gone. If you're dancing with what's arising, there is no path. There's just this. And there's also that, but you also see vividly, you see you're dancing with something that is unreal. And then you look at it closely, you see you're dancing with yourself. But it's not a kind of narcissism. There isn't anyone there. There's just consciousness only showing up as the fabrication of relative truth, the illusion. You could dance with this illusion instead of murdering people, murdering your thoughts, fighting with yourself, thinking there's such a thing as right and wrong. This is just, I uh, want me to use the really intense word, just stupidity. It's ignorance, it's extreme ignorance to actually ignore the incredible vastness of the mind by trapping it in your human form that you think you're better than this or worse than that, or she did that, he said that. This may be relatively true, but if you grasp, if you if you try to get your understanding by squeezing on relative truth, you're just gonna get more lies. Pardon me, you're not gonna, you're going to get more lies. Nicobowing a question on YouTube from David in Portugal. I Portugal? find this, yes. Okay. 
I find receiving sound much easier than receiving vision. Should I persevere with receiving vision or concentrate on what comes more easily? Wow. Well, I'm going to address it as if you're talking to me about chicken thighs or sticky meditation. Eyes open, all the senses are open, whatever shows up. Sound, smell, taste, touch, seeing, thinking, anything that shows up that is uh, in motion, so to speak. It's going to have some kind of motion in motion because it shows up, including emotion, which has nothing to do with the internet. Is there anything else in that? Is there any? Are there any? Any questions in uh, on Zoom? <coughs> Ian. Ian Valley. What is there to see um, other than projection? If we do a, what is there to see other than projections? There's, as far as anything that's visible or anything that's going to show up, it's just going to be projections. You can't see. You can't really see what this is because it doesn't. It has no status as an object of vision or an object of smell, taste, touch, thinking. It has no status. It's just a more otherness, more this and that. This is getting bigger. This is getting smaller. When this happens, that occurs. When that occurs, this happens. Just basic Buddha Dharma. Beyond knowing what sees that which can't be seen. What do you mean? Well, you said this can't. It can't. You about to accuse me of something? No, it's just that I don't hear you. I don't think I hear that sentence very often. What you can't see it, and so. But not seeing is seeing. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying now. So seeing you can't see what this is. This is seeing. You can't. You can't actually see uh, consciousness. Consciousness can't see itself. It's too busy fooling around with uh, coke bottles and and uh, blankets. It's too busy with the relative truth, pushing, pulling, opening up, shutting down, manipulating based on the uh, the hidden knot. In your heart that says you're somebody and you better protect yourself because somebody's coming to get you and are they relatively maybe so especially if you live in the gaza strip or possibly somewhere uh, in you use the phrase hidden knot in your I can't remember what body of our heart. Yeah. This is in, seems to be in this area. Sometimes it's up high, sometimes it's down low. It's just an intense tightness around everything, around this protection. Go ahead. Um, are the three poisons always coming out of that, sort of covering up that just hidden knot that isn't about anything? Seems to be. Seems like that, but the uh, stories can be developed based on anything. We can turn anything into into our reason for the anger, reason for the grasping, reason, reason, reason. Something behind something else. Just more elaborations. Consciousness is consciousness doesn't really need elaborations. Though, if there's structures in there that are being shut down, opened up, and 
manipulated, then the consciousness will find whatever form I say, whatever form it needs. But I just use the word need because it just is not, it doesn't find the form. It is the form. But first, we have to see it as the spaciousness uh, in which the forms arise, the thoughts, the emotions come and go, and there's a space. We see that's the fundamental duality, existence, non-existence. It's untrue. You have to start somewhere. So we start with the crap that's running around in your head that you think you're right about or that you think you're wrong about, where you think that she she did, they said, he said, all of the various uh, soap operas that are going on in our he heads are just... Uh, Makes you dizzy. What? Was it about you encourage us to watch how we hang on? Yes. Ultimately, do we have to watch that that sort of original knot? Yeah, what? Do we have to be able to look at the original knot that isn't about anything? Is that what we need to see? Well, that, that may show up like that. It may show up, but the idea, the teaching. But the instruction part is just sit down, hold still uh, in Shikantaza and just watch the way you're clinging to this or this idea, that idea, this belief or that belief. Just observe the clinging. Don't fix it. Don't cover it up or fix it. Don't do anything with it. It's a different kind of training than is taught in some other places where you actually have some kind of a, of a protocol or a, what are those called? Yeah, I never can remember that name of that. That word. What was it again? Algorithm. You agree with him? She just gave me the Sokokoji Mudra. Way back then. Alex Fine. Yes, sir. How do I observe without shutting myself off to what's around me? Good question. Good question. Thank you. You just watch the shutting off. We'll fix it. It's a, it's difficult because it, that area starts to feel threatening or dangerous to that part of the consciousness we refer to as the seventh uh, or the or the ego. So it's threatening. But go ahead and put a little. Put a little pressure on that by just uh, just observing the shutdown rather than trying to come up with some kind of way of not doing that. There's nothing to correct. What What is uh, amiss there is much deeper than just a either or, a right or a wrong. Most of the world is operating in terms of correct and incorrect or belief or disbelief. Most all of us ha are, have some of that going on in our mind all the time. It is about observing that. So, that's what I would say. Just watch it. And there's no guarantee, but what is the issue you're pointing to will come apart. It just comes apart. And you do not get credit. And it's somewhat embarrassing to realize that all the crap that you were dealing with for so many years is, was unreal. You can do it. Just keep going. Return to the wall. Return to the cushion. Return to the teacher, the teaching, the community. Don't believe anything. Don't disbelieve anything. Don't ignore anything. Am I putting you to sleep? <laughs> no, you're doing it all by yourself. You do not have to stay awake here. You just can't fall over. <laughs>
Who's that masked man? Good to see you. Good to see you. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Thank you for asking. Yeah. Certainly. Yes, sir. Bowing. When we see a lot of movement and action off the cushion, do yes. we need to look for the illness <laughs> in that? Um, no, just watch the movement. Don't look for stillness. Just watch the movement. What you're looking for is the movement. Well, stillness and movement. I, I don't mean to be um, too philosophical here, but two names for the same thing. I have a written one here from Isan. Well, that this was to mark only okay so so you would like me to just not respond or or is mark going to oh i see you're talking about dr mark okay that's a different that's a different story that there was well i won't even read it then if it's for mark only so you guys are having kind of a medical chit chat back and forth about something i'm bowing we were well i'm glad um, well somebody has to somebody has to do it i know well. but i do have a question. Go ahead, please. And it's a, a little bit about all of the shiny and sparkly and compelling elements of living in the regular world. Yes. And you, I mean, we we are advised to sit sit more so that we can sharpen the blade and approach our lives with more awareness. Yes. At the same time, I wonder, how can we be, is there a way to be more aware while we're walking in that uh, maelstrom of information that is our life bowing? The way you ask that, the way you ask the question that you're already doing what you need to do. There's nothing to ramp up. Don't ramp anything up. It's not a race. Don't ramp anything up. It's just this, just this. You're actually doing what, as far as this teacher, you're doing exactly what I'm recommending that you do is just observe it. So the way what you're reporting is you're reporting the, how confusing it is. And is there anything we can do about that? No. The very thing that you're watching, you have invented. Nothing is happening. So it's the, the idea there is if you try to do something about it, 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 it can very quickly within... 10 minutes, 10 weeks, it can turn into tension or warfare or looking for results right back into spiritual materialism again. It's hard to do, but you can, with the help of the teacher, of, of the teaching, find the teaching where this isn't being pointed at. Likely you can find that if it's a Buddhist Dharma coming through the Buddha himself or through Buddhist teachers down through the centuries. That is not pointing at the, the reality of this, that it is empty of what you think, what you do, what you say, and is full of what it actually is, which is what? Not separate. You're not going to have a feeling that you're one with everything. That's just untrue. More? Isan. I think what I want to know is um, how 
Mm. How to be present to my life and still engage with my life. It seems easier. It's not easier sitting on the cushion. It seems easier. But I must engage with my family, with my friends, with the store. You must engage? <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing, but I'm saying how you engage is just, just receive. Listen to them. Uh, be aware of your body. Be aware of when you go like this. Be aware when you... And you notice when you're listening to someone, you notice your head turns slightly to, because they're aware of it. When I say them, I'm not saying their ego is aware. Their entire consciousness is receiving you. Everything is doing what it needs to do right now. There's nothing to fix anywhere. But if you think there is, then you'll ball up into a little being of consciousness, a little scruffy, um, confused ball of crap going around trying to find some kind of validity based on right and wrong, up and down, back and forth. I, just, I looked at the clock a minute ago, and the one that was in front of me that someone had so kindly sat there actually said that it was a little after five. Yeah. <laughs> so that, of course, what did that do? That immediately pointed out to me how dyslexic I am. I, I believe that it was after five. This is a Saturday afternoon or something. Further question on that, Isan? Isan Bowen, can is it possible to? to wake up and see while practicing in the world, be practicing awareness in the world. Yes, it is. But how that's going to show up, how, how that experience, uh, it's not an experience. It has experiential aspects to it. It has post-it notes and liner notes, and, and it has things around it that have a relative structure, but the actual understanding transcends everything. It's completely... Even to say this is extra because it's a relative statement outside time and space. It's a way of talking about it. Time and space, it can't be outside of that. It is time and space, but it's not time and space because it's not separate. You have to see it. If you don't see it, you may, depending on the karma that brought you into this uh, incredibly contaminated realm. You'll just get this. It's heartbreaking to see because you keep grabbing at this and rejecting that. And what do you do? You can't stop doing that. You already know that. You can't just modify yourself. Even drinking beer won't help. Playing golf won't help. Arguing, judging won't help. Nothing will help. The only thing that will help or address this is to just receive it. Ultimate generosity. Receive this incredible gift of reality that is in front of you. This doesn't mean you won't have some, some, uh, be scrapping with your interior consciousness. You might, you might still be pushing and pulling. It's not about stopping that. When I say don't push and pull, don't go into passion, aggression, and ignorance, probably can't help it. The karma that brought you here in the first place, that brought you into this room, is powerful. And it is, it's like somebody's pushing you here and pushing you there and then pulling you back from this. And you weren't done over here, but, oh, yes, you are. You're done. You're going this way now. Take a close look at that and see how you do not make choices. If you think you make choices, this is the very nature of confusion. And I sometimes use the example of, I know I can pick this kotsu up or I cannot pick it up. So that little area 
of so-called choice uh, is the the extent to which it is covering up all the choicelessness is and everywhere is just there's not even numbers for it. And if there were numbers, it would be wrong. You have to see it. You have to see it. Yes, Michelle. Michelle, how I the example that you gave about control, not control, you can pick up, I can pick this up and I can do this. The question that I'm curious about is when we can, but it seems like pick and choose in the mm -hmm. alternating sense awareness practice between. Yes, can. So it appears that I do have control. It does appear, that's, that's the illusion, it does, but the control is there somewhat, but there's no person who's controlling. And quite often it's just the passion, aggression, and ignorance that's doubled up into what it thinks it is, and that's what's fighting, that's what's reaching out and pushing back, or that's what's reach, reaching out and grasping, or that's what's just shutting right down, not going to look at that. All, all that, and you don't have to do anything about that. March right out of this monastery, never listen to me again. Go live whatever kind of life you want to live. There's nothing to correct. It's just that you won't see what this is. You won't realize your true nature. Not because I have such a wonderful thing over here, but you have it. You have the mind of the Buddha right here. The awakened one. You have it right there. I All I'm doing here is I'm not trying to get you to be a monk or to, or to chant anything or do anything you want to do. You don't even have to meditate. Just realize who you are. Again, that's what I'm here to do is to point, tell you to look here, look here, look here, look out there. If you're looking out there and picking and choosing and fighting and scrapping with people around you, I don't care if they're attacking you. I don't care if it's your ex-husband, whoever it is. Kayan Boeing. Yes, sir. What is exertion that doesn't come from a choice or decision, Boeing? It comes from the intention to see the truth. And in our situation, as a, you're a, you've received precepts, so I can say our, because we're we're going to do this a particular way, the way the the 2,500 years ago, a man taught something that he understood. And that's what we're following that example. And so it's the intention, just the intention to see it will take care of everything. Just return to the intention. You may need to say, I take refuge in the Buddha, I take refuge in the Dharma, I take refuge in the Sangha, I take refuge in the teacher. You may need to say that. You may not, not need to do anything. It'll be up to you. you. You decide what you need. You need that form? I certainly need it. More? Kayun. Kayun bowing. I just see my own natural predilection to being a shambles, just like blob mind. And I often hear you say, just do it anyway. But quite often I feel I see that I just can't do it, whatever it is. Yes. And it feels like a failure on to, of the vow. Is that, is it possible to fail the vow if you're aware that you feel you're failing it? 
That's the only way. That's the only way is when, you know, as far as keeping your vows, there's different ways of teaching this. But if you're asking me, which apparently you are, I'm saying you can't you can't succeed at the vow. It's the failure of the vow that helps you see the unreality of a self. Because there's no one there to do this. It's better than that. It's worse than that because it's absolute, absolutely terrible to the ego mind of failing, being disappointed, not being able to do this, putting your whole life into this and still not seeing the truth as you thought you would. What you do, what, what happens is you see the truth as it actually is, and that seeing is no seeing. If it's a seeing, we're right back to relative structures, and it can be taught that way. Might You might even be able to learn that way, but eventually everything must go. Everything that you thought was over there, under there, this color, that color, the alligator in the kitchen. I'll show you how little control you have. If I say alligator in the kitchen, you can't stop thinking about that. And if you can, go ahead and brag. Tell me about it. You're doing, Kayun, you're doing what you need to do. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel like it. That's why we need a teacher to say, yes, that is the path. Keep going, keep doing this. Not a success story. That's spiritual materialism, trying to use spiritual techniques to get somewhere. There's nowhere to get. Your favorite question? Ondo. Ondo how can we contemplate or observe you in as someone who is seeing what this is? What can we see or observe in your behavior or words or I don't, presence? I don't know. I don't know how to I'm I'm just here. So and I'm endeavoring to talk to you about what it is that I'm looking at, what it is that I'm seeing and receiving. So I don't know what I can say beyond that. Do you have a specific question? Ondobai, what did you uh, observe in your teachers in their behavior or their words? I, I can't put that into words, sorry. They're, they're here, they're right here. What I saw there never left me. It's right here. It both died a long time ago. But who they were, never, it doesn't die. It's not death. It can't die because it's not been born. And so you need to look at the unborn in your own mind, what doesn't show up. Look at that. Consciousness is amazing at being able to, being able to find its own form. You can do that. It just takes quite a while, especially if you've been modified and trained and conditioned by this insane world where constantly everybody's saying, grow up, do this, don't do that, get a good job, get a good education. Don't let anybody get ahead of you. You know, I'm trying to puff up your self-esteem. You don't need any self-esteem unless you want to operate on the, the situation of relative truth. And yes, go ahead and do that. You won't be here very long. More? what are you observing of your teachers right now? There isn't anything separate from anything else. That doesn't mean it's all glommed together like some big uh, pile of ambergris. It's not separate. So it's also not together. You can't find 
a relative statement about it, other than it's pointed at through words like uh, emptiness or shunyata. Everything looks so solid and real, and it's here. We feel this. We feel our our headache or our stomach ache or our heartache over someone that left us or our, our joy over someone that came towards us. It's just a Coney Island of the mind to borrow. But I guess, uh, um, what was it? Yin Long pointed out to me that it was not uh, Ferlinghetti. It was actually Henry Miller in the 1933 book, of Black Spring, that originally came up with that title. But then if you talk to Henry Miller about it, he would no, I got that from, um, what was that one guy? You know that one guy? Yeah. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> um, he's a painter. I can't remember his name now. It was not Harvey Weinstein. What are you observing right now? Just this. Nothing else about it. Nothing shows up other than this. What is this? Not separate. Very ordinary, very simple. It's so ordinary you can miss it. That's why you need a teacher. Because if you start to see it and you don't have a teacher, then you'll you can continue to question that year after year after year, as I did after because my teachers were gone. My last teacher wouldn't talk to me. Basically, probably would have if I, had I demanded that he talk to me. But I had too much pride to do that. I don't need any help. Anyone else on Zoom have a question? Navid Bowie. Navid, go ahead, please. No, what is it that? put us in some situation and pull out, pull us out from other situations that you just talked about, bowing. What is it that does that? Yes. Just, just the events that are dependently arisen that look like separate things that are happening. Like we feel like we're a separate thing because there's a body mind here. And there is, there is some separation going on, but there's no fundamental separation. So there's a relative separate separation. There's a big difference between this human form and this this kotsu or this stick of wood. Big differences over there, and we and that's the illusion part of it. We have all kinds of proof that this is real, and we're somebody going somewhere, and we can win or or lose or succeed or fail. And there's all kinds of commentary going on in our minds that comes from our parents and from our society and from college professors and and, and meditation teachers. Well, that have you done? Go ahead, please. You. Um, are we always at the mercy of it? Yes, until you're not. And when you're at the mercy of it, as long as there's something else. But you're not at the mercy of it when you when you no longer are accepting anything, rejecting anything, or ignoring anything. And then the whole thing completely collapses, or as Coben would say, in, in his path to awakening, falling apart, falling apart, falling apart. And the final statement, couple statements, was nothing to do. And then on top of that, he said, everything all at once, past and future, vanished into this. Did he say it vanished into now? No, he didn't throw us throw any more concepts. 
Yeah, that's what he said. As far as we know, said that. And and then I add to that, uh, nothing sleeps. So sometimes that we follow that up with my, not that he needed any help. But it might be good to point that out. Nothing sleeps. So you're, you're actually covering up your awakening with your passion, aggression, ignorance, pushing, pulling, believing your thoughts and emotions and opinions. If you don't buy it, don't sell it, and don't ignore it, it may or may not go away. You'll notice that you have less of this, but you might notice you have more of something else. And But you won't immediately leave that and go into, hmm, this must not be working. Maybe I should start meditating on the roof. Maybe I should stand on my head and do yogic postures. Maybe I need this, need that. Is this wrong? No, you might need to go through some of that. And if I'm talking to you, I will probably support you in looking at whatever dark corner shows up for you. Other than, it depends on if you're a monk or not. If you're a monk, then all you monks know, other people don't know, I rarely talk about the, the chains that we have in the basement where we chain the monks up so they can't do anything. No, you don't have to do that. People are free to chain up their own minds all by themselves. <laughs> Not a problem. Navid Bowing. Yes, sir. Navid. I have another question. Please go um, ahead. How does not being separate show up for you? Bowing. Very ordinary. It's it's I only use that as as a way of talking about it, but I don't I'm not sitting around and thinking, ah, I'm not separate from Mozuku. I'm not separate from Navid. I'm not separate from Jishin. I, I don't, I don't, I don't go into any, I don't have any, there's no uh, uh, description for it. It's just, it's just this. So it's, it's, uh, as I sometimes say, it's, it's better than that. And it's worse than that. It's worse than that because of absolute devastation to ego. Ego fails, loses, and, uh, his or her reputation is completely gone. It's in the mud. And then you see there was no mud. There was no, there was no being. There was no self. There is no other. Those are, those are dynamics that keep the world torturing itself as it's doing with billions and billions of people. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you for the question. Yoka bowing. Is consciousness at the mercy of anything bowing? Not that I, the way you're asking the question, I don't think so. Unless you're, you have some something else that you're working on using words that wouldn't be appropriate for what it is you want to know. What is consciousness? You use the word. Yoka bowing. Something shows up and then another thing follows and you know you talk about dependent origination and how everything is dependent on everything else that's the only way i can i don't know at this point look at consciousness it's just one thing after the other happening um, so that's the path that's not that's not consciousness that's that's the path. That's the way this stuff shows up in what we refer to 
as the space in which things can occur, like using the, the sky as consciousness and clouds as the things that come and go, the thoughts, the emotions, the machinery, uh, the plow, axe handle, showing up in in that space of consciousness and then disappearing. Human beings coming, being born and dying, being born. So we're saying at the mercy of something, this is a um, path quality. Rephrase that. Milka bowing, if we're describing something, then this is path bowing. How's it look to you? Milka bowing, I don't know. That's close enough. Close enough. Thank you. Yes, sir. More, please. Yes. Milka bowing. What does uh, nothing sleep add to everything all at once? Finally. I don't know. I just thought it up. It seemed to work okay. Are they saying the same thing or pointing at the same thing? What was the first one? Everything all at once. Okay. What is that? What is that? Does that account for everything? Um, what is that addressing? Just this. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So both of those are point to justice. Yes. Using different, you know, everything all at once is talking about time and also things that come and go. It's saying everything that's happening is all happening at the same instant as it is. And nothing sleeps is not so much a commentary on sleeping or not sleeping. It's more of a commentary on there isn't anyone. There isn't anyone, but there, this is an illusion. This is just a temporary illusion of 70, 80 years, which is very convincing, isn't it? Want me to do some more things to look more real? Okay. You just see a smile there a little bit more. It's unreal. It's it's re, it's realistic, but it's so unreal. Just like watching a movie that if you can watch a movie and you're so entrained in that movie that everything you don't know where you're sitting, you don't know if you're watching, you don't know. It looks you're actually part of that emotional dynamic that's happening there, depending on the movie or depending on the quality of the movie. It's extremely realistic, but unreal. Very bowing. Yes, sir. Are emotions um, part of the sense field, or are they a reaction to what we're receiving? Bowing. Uh, Terry Bowling, I could put a little more context to that too. It's, right. I'm feeling some confusion is around uh, the ignorance of right and wrong. Because um, something seems 
very wrong um, or good or bad. Yes. Um, so what is the emotion part of receiving what, of receiving the bounty? I'm, I'm, uh, what, what is it you want to know? Keep it very simple. What do you want to know? And I'll, I'll try to respond to that. I might not be able to help you, but I'll at least be able to respond to what it is that your your inquiry is about. How is right and wrong ignorance? Because right, something that is correct and something that is incorrect is getting its, its uh, temporary stability in being right or temporary stability in being wrong like an opinion or an idea or guesswork, what have you, uh, from uh, all the relative truth or evidence that's around. And so this is a materialism works with that through psychology, through physics, through everything. And to some extent, it does through the spiritual path, except that the spiritual path, at some point, those start to come apart. If we're on a true spiritual path of finding what what fundamentally is real and valuable and what use the fancy word sacred so those things start to come apart in terms of you know intellectually it would come apart in seeing that there's no way you can be right about anything because you can't see all the things if this shows up over here and and then another time it shows up over here different shape different form this is a very simple um, show and tell but it's it's like we we want the relation we want to have a reference point so we will grasp at things that are that even though they're very tentative when they first show up we'll go in and we'll keep packing things in it to make sure that's a reference point ego does this believing your feelings and emotions and believing that she caused them not mozuku i'm just using her as an example but that that i would not have this if it weren't for you this is a complete misunderstanding and it's and it's all of the world where it's done world leaders are doing that to each other so-called world leaders they have the title but they certainly aren't doing anything other than feathering their own self-centered nest very valuing yes sir what is the heartbreak in all of this Bowing. so do you feel that uh, Terry Bowen, yes. Continue to look at it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't interfere with your, with your seeing what this is by explaining that to you. You know what it is. You can't put this into words. It's just it goes beyond the right and wrong, up and down, back and forth. And you actually begin to actually have consideration and even empathy. If you want to use that fancy word for people that you don't even like. You don't like the way they're acting. You don't like the way they present themselves. They could be people you know personally or, or in your family, possibly, or political figures, news reporters, on and on. It doesn't matter whether they're it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether they're on the side of the good guys or the bad guys. It, it's there. Everyone is suffering and everyone wants to be happy. And they have just odd ways of trying to accomplish that based on intense ignorance passion aggression ignorance and you can be sitting at a table with someone and you're you actually are in nirvana and you know it and you know it's not a place it's not a location but you know and how do you know because you're not really too concerned with what's going to happen next why there is no next 
wake up or stop sleeping. There's no next. There's just this, just this, just this. Why am I yelling? It's just, I've been saying this for, since I began to understand it myself for a number of years. I'm just getting more cranky around it. Very valuable. Thank you. You're welcome. But you're sitting in nirvana and the person next to you is in hell. They might be eating the same spaghetti that was served to you. They might be doing that in the same room. You might be chit-chatting about this, that, or the other thing. But you you're, you have no position on anything. You you barely even still have a, had a body. It depends on the intensity of your karma. Your body could go up in light right now. And no one would notice. There would be no, no fanfare for the common man. How do I know that? I don't know. If I knew anything, I couldn't sit up here and do this. I couldn't respond to questions without doing a bunch of study and getting a bunch of answers. Can't do that. Not not smart enough to do that. Thank God. You have another question. You haven't had one yet, have you? How many did you have? I asked two. You had two questions during this uh what were they? What did I say? Was it helpful? <laughs> <laughs> there isn't anything but this. Come with your question, please. Just in that example, the one being in nirvana at the table, someone being in hell. Yes. How can that occur without the person separating themselves from that person's hell? There's nothing said. They haven't separated. They are the hell that the person's in. That's why they can help them. That's what it means. You've heard this said, been studying a long time. You've heard that there's a bodhisattva in every realm. Ishidi Garba is in hell. Holy forth, preaching the Dharma. Are there people listening? I don't know. Between, maybe between uh, uh, swings of the battle axe or the blade or the fire. Maybe, but they're there. That kind of conscious, not a little person. Is there, but their consciousness is in is everywhere. It isn't there? Isn't anything that the the, the one on the path to uh, awakening more more in that area? If you have it, so we're going. I guess if we were to to see both like through both people's eyes, but they both look like they were in hell. <clears throat> Would you like to know? <laughs> I don't know if I would, if I were talking about about it, I don't know if I would express it that way, but I get what you're asking about. And I think the most helpful response is probably because the, the teaching person, he, she, or they cannot separate. <laughs> is that an act? Tell me, is that an, am I acting? No, you can go, if you know who this is, you can go anywhere. You're, you can go to hell. You can go to heaven. You can go to the jealous God realm, the human realm, the animal realm, the hungry ghost realm, and the hell realm. And you can go beyond that to the formless realm. Why? You're in all those all at once. Nothing is separate from anything else. Don't believe a word I say. Consider what, if you want to do something in this direction of this teacher, 
train your mind, get to the wall, sit down, hold still, and watch the movement of the mind until you realize your true nature. It may take, you may not, you may be into your 80s before that comes about. And will it come about? No, because it's not an occurrence. It's just, you just stop covering up the truth. And it's pretty exhausting. Covering up, I mean. <laughs> You want more? You want me to sob some more? That's re that's that's when I say it's real, it's not real, and it is and it's separate from the from the illusion of relative truth. No, it's part of that. It's a part of it, but it's it's genuine, and then it's just dependent on the arisen. I, I look at that, and that's that shows up. There is no one. There's no solid being. Jishin. Don't get me in more trouble here, Jishin. <laughs> Jishin Boeing. How how a failure of the vow shows us and the reality of it. Boeing. Could you say it one more time? I think uh, I just didn't hear what you're. <clears throat> I'm I'm just referring to your answer to uh, Kayun when you said that it is a failure of the vow which shows us unreality of it. My question is how the failure of the vow shows us unreality of it. Can you help me? How does the failure of the vow show us the unreality of the vow? I was trying to figure out what she meant by flavor. She was saying failure. failure. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Okay, what was your question again? Jason, can you say it again, please? <laughs> no, you say it again, and now I will replace what I heard as flavor with failure, and then I'll be able to respond to your question. It'll be much more fun. How a failure of the vow yes. shows unreality of it. Um. Bowing. Because the bodhisattva is unreal, the vow is unreal, and the failure is unreal. Therefore, it's liberation. And I, I'm not saying that out of reflecting on it and being logical. It's probably not particularly logical. Thank you. We can close or take another question, whatever you'd like to do. If there's a question, we can do that. Because it's been an hour or so, you're also welcome to shut down your screen or just leave the Zendo. You don't want to be here anymore if you have something else to do. Soak it up, Allie. Go ahead, soak it up. Can we break a vow? So it's uh, sometimes taught that way, uh, and it, it's dependent on dependent on the teacher, the student. Uh, I would say that it's possible to do that, but it's it's still relative stuff. We need something. We need some kind of stair steps. So we do that, and then we slip on one. Excuse me, but that's not so much about a failure. The whole the whole shebang is a failure. But we're going to do it anyway. We're going to intend to see what this is using relative steps. 
of the vows, the 16 precepts. Use those relative steps. And as my teacher, um, Kobanchina Roshi, once said to me, you don't take precepts, you observe them. And that has helped me so much. It just took me years to understand what he was pointing at. You observe the coming and going. So there's really no failure. And eventually, the observer quality of the consciousness has, has no longer has a location in a, in a body-mind complex. The observer is everywhere. Everyone you meet is the observer. You, you actually are observing, you could say, through other people's eyes, but it doesn't feel fancy like, oh, gee, I'm really reading their mind or I'm seeing what they're seeing. It has no romantic uh, tinge to it. You want a romantic tinge? Go to the purple alligator in the kitchen. They'll always, always take care of that problem if it's a problem. I, I like that smile, Sokuda. Further question anywhere? Don't miss it. If you have a question, please find the generosity here to actually ask that question on behalf of others, on behalf of yourself, on behalf of the teacher. The teacher is sinking below the horizon soon. But the teaching isn't going anywhere. You'll carry the teaching. Carry it in your vow. If you receive them formally, and if you haven't, just if your understanding is there, then that's the vow. Wait, go ahead, Kayun. You caught me right at that last microsecond. Kayun Boeing. Um, I've been reading Philip Gustin's book, I Paint What I Want to See. Yes. And he talks about how he had to strip everything down until he was down to just one line. And he was trying to express what he called uh, enigma. And I feel as a creative person that I, that resonated with me. And I wondered if you had a sense of what that enigma is that the art maker is trying to express, Bowing. Very good. So that I will say it the way it looks here, having spent a lot of time making things, going to art school, trying to very hard to be a genius. It didn't work out so well for me. Uh, but really beginning, uh, beginning to really understand deeply what our visual artists were uh, endeavoring to do by seeing the, the tracks that they left, the path that they left, and, and the, their creations were, some of them are incredibly, uh, they're astonishing, they're transcendental. And, but it has to be seen. You have to go and look at it, spend some time with it. This is what the, the course that you and I have been talking about here, Opening the Eye Mind. Uh, working and hope to come there uh, this uh, to New York this spring perhaps and do some more of that. So I would say that uh, uh, the enigma part of it shows up and the artist in his or her colors, tools, shapes, paint, um, metal, sculptural things, wood carving, uh, anytime you're producing something that also shows up in, in uh, food, making food, culinary things designing clothes that shows up just everywhere of how to actually make something out of these parts to come together so that all of the parts talk to each other in such a way that they don't even look separate. Go and contemplate uh, the painting 
almost black and white gray of uh, of Guernica by Picasso that he painted uh, as a uh, in uh, respect of what happened to his countrymen in Spain. The incredible painting, just astonishing, of bringing together parts and images, the parts, the colors, the shapes, and then the uh, the light on a on a on a cord bare bare light bulb incandescent bulb apparently and just bringing all of that together in such a in such a way that it's just a, a lot of parts all saying same thing over and over again this is the enigma and and this is also the heartbreak all together at once um but they're not done yet they'll they'll be back anyone who works in that area like Picasso or Gustin or uh, I could go on and name artists or composers or any, anyone who's who's really done something with any one of the arts, including the sciences. I would include all of that. Anytime you're trying to go into an area with some kind of investigation. What we're doing here is a spiritual path. So we're actually doing it with the mind itself, with the material of the mind coming and going and coming and going. Whereas Gustin was actually doing if you read his uh, the book written by his uh, daughter, I think called Night Studio. Did you read that? Yeah. So uh, quite a bit of it is about how much she, how upset she was with the dad, <laughs> not being a very good dad. But he was a powerful painter. He would go in and just paint until uh, wee hours in the morning, smoking cigarettes and drinking coffee, and and then come back later and see what the damage was. I don't know if I got close to what you were asking about, but maybe. More specific question, if you have one. Ian Bowing. Yes, thank you. A another image that he sometimes uses is he says, first, first you need the critics to leave, and then your family needs to leave, and then you need to leave, and then you can do the work. And it's as if a third hand is doing the painting. Is that third hand? Prajna bowing. I, I suppose you could use that word that it's it is a kind of intelligence that doesn't really have a, an identity behind it that needs a particular result, but it is a, a an identity behind it that says that even though this is shows up this and this and this and has this color, this pink or black or white or gray and has this shape or that shape, it's unreal. But if you if while you were painting you think you're actually making something. This is uh, this is the artist has not left the room yet. Just like the meditator has not left the room when you're sitting uh, looking at the wall. And uh, if the meditator does leave, you probably won't know it because you're so used to identifying what you see, smell, taste, hear, touch, feel, think with a person. As soon as that uh, becomes self-existing, then the thoughts may come and go. You won't care how you feel. You will feel it. But you, your understanding will go way beyond the, the simple subjectivity of me over here and the world over there. You'll see it fundamentally all the way through. Everything will collapse, uh, or as Coben said, falling apart, falling. I guess we can close. Thank you. Thank you for that last question, Hi, I'm Senshu, one of Sokuzan's monks. Sokuzan offers his wisdom tirelessly with complete love and devotion. If you value these teachings, Sokuzan, 
the mandala of Sokokoji, please consider donating at sokokoji.org. Thank you.